Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian, and joining me, as always, is your co-host, Hunter. Space Games Being Junkies! Woo! <laughs> Sadly, uh, folks, Jim is feeling under the weather, so he isn't able to join us this evening. We all hope he uh, recovers quickly. Starting he has, a, the, uh, he has the uh, Temerian flu, or whatever that thing is. I just figured start, he's just started a new job, and that's exhausting. Switching to a new schedule is, and everything. This is true. Yeah. Weather, so I, weather is changing here pretty drastically. So. Oh, and that'll mess you up. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. the weather will change. The weather changing will totally mess you up. Uh, so, yeah, we uh, hope he gets better soon. But uh, now we have a guest this week for you folks. Joining us, it's in the middle of the night over in Ukraine the southern area of Ukraine. Uh, joining us uh, from all the way over there, like nine hours ahead, is Sergey Komar, founder of Mizar Games, here to talk about Nebula Online. Welcome, Sergey. Uh, hi, guys. How you doing? Uh, again, I want to thank you so much for being willing to uh, talk to us in the middle of the night your time because, wow, that is impressive, and we really appreciate it. Yes, thanks, guys. I'm a little sleepy, but I will get to talk about our game. So uh, let's let's start at the very beginning. Uh, for people who aren't unaware, aren't aware, aren't unaware. Oh my god, I'm tired too. By the way, sorry, I'm half asleep right now. Uh, for people who aren't aware of what Nebula Online is, could you give us um, a, a, the elevator pitch, like the real quick rundown of how you would sell? Nebula Online to someone who maybe hadn't heard of it before. Sure. Uh, it's a sci-fi MMORPG uh, for PC and mobile devices. Uh, also, we uh, start developing a uh, st- uh, version for Xbox One. Uh, so we hope we will take the niche of uh, sci-fi games and uh, make the game not so complicated like EVE Online. So we are focusing um, to... We wanted to make uh, the game uh, like uh, World of Warcraft in space or Diablo. Something like this. Yes. More action and yes. So something a little more efficient... Maybe the Neve Online, which uh, several call a spreadsheet in space. Sorry, Hunter. I know you. I know you love the game, but <laughs> I just love space games, man. Yeah, but yes, I do love Eve a lot. <laughs> well, I, I'm looking forward to going back to it once they uh, do the alpha this month, right? Now it's November. Oh my god! This the November this November fifteenth. Oh my god! Oh my god! So soon, two weeks. Oh my god! We'll have to uh, do a Thursday night thing of it. Um, so, um, your game has been in early access for a year-ish or so, right? Am I remembering that? Yeah, yeah. It's been, been, been about a year. How is, how is that? Because I, al- I always find the early access, at least from a player, fascinating. I always find the early access process fascinating because I, I love seeing how the sausage is made. But we hear a lot of uh, mixed reactions from developers as to how early access is working out for them. So how would you say early access is working for you guys? Uh, actually, we uh, 
love access because we um, when we start developing game we was uh, like limited resources to pr- to produce this game so um, early access gives us opportunity to uh, collect uh, money from players and um, uh, co- collect feedbacks from them uh, so they like uh, help us uh, to improve our game uh, in the way they want it. So we ask players about the game and collaborate with them uh, very like close. Um, so we very enjoy this process. So um, if there there will be no early access, we will. Um, I think there will be no Nebula Online. Interesting, because, um, yeah, we've gotten, like I said, some people find it a double-edged sword. Some people say it's great. It's kind of interesting that there doesn't seem to be a consistent opinion of it. Um, but I'm really glad it's working out for you. I was looking at your, your the Steam forums for the game earlier today, and they do seem pretty active, both in English and in uh, in Russian, which makes sense. Um, would you guys say you have more English players or Russian players at the moment? Uh, Russian players, like sixty uh, percent uh, of Russian and other players from other countries. Wow! So um, I've only uh, been outside uh, my home system a little bit. I've got a couple hours in, and I took a f- my first uh, contract to another system a little bit ago. But I haven't really run into many other players as of yet. They've probably moved off from the newbie area at this point, <laughs> which is where. I've been hanging around. But um, is it one centralized server? So are English speakers and Russian server speakers on the same server? Or is it an English server? And Because I, I know that I saw the game has language options, but I wasn't sure whether there are separate servers for the different languages. No, we have uh, one server for all players from all over the world and uh, f- uh, from uh, other devices as well. So... The players uh, on iPhones can play with players on PC. Uh, that's pretty great. Yeah, I think as as of right now, there's only one other um, MMO I think that can do all that, and that's probably Vendetta Online. Um, yeah, because they're on mobile devices and they're on multiple uh, operating systems, and that seems to work well for them. So, if if anything, that's a good <laughs> that's a good uh, structure to emulate. Uh, so you said it's one server, uh, and I noticed the map is pretty big. Uh, how many systems, and, and the systems not are just, uh, have multiple sectors in them as well. So it's a pretty big, pretty big game. How many systems are in the game? Uh, it's around, uh, 60, 60 systems. And, uh, uh also they have subsystems in it, some of them. Wait, what? Subsystems? What does that mean? Subsystems, like small systems in big systems. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have not seen that yet, but I'm I'm looking forward to figuring that out. Uh, now, um, there are three races in the game. I, I I can't remember which one I took. They've got the the cyan ships. Um, but yeah, can you, can you can you give us the rundown of the three races and what they're uh, they're like, why would someone want to choose one ra- one specific race? Uh, 
the first race is hum- humans. Just uh, they have uh, average technologies. Um, the second race is cryptozoites. They have like very high level of technologies. Uh, and uh, the third race is Borgruzans. They are um, don't have technologies. They are like um, some kind of living form in space. So they just fly uh, with in big swarm. Oh, and eat in and eat everything. <laughs> so instead of mining, they eat asteroids. For example, is that how that yes. works? Oh, that's yes. kind of that's kind of awesome. <laughs> and uh, how many uh, how many characters can you create per account? So can I try one of each, for example? Five or six. Okay, so I could try at least one of each race and see which one I like uh, more. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, correct. Um, so. I'm I'm curious, uh, what kind of server infrastructure are you running? Like, how many players do you think this thing can hold up to at one time? We hope that we uh, can handle a few thousands. Wow. And and what has been your peak so far? What's, like, the highest number you've seen <laughs> so far? Not very, not very high. We have, uh, like, uh, 15, 50, I think 50, yes. Well, 50 players, on, uh, yes, because we don't have uh, marketing and uh, we just indie guys, so <laughs> we have all we have. Right, uh, but I'm sure once you leave early access, and you got a publisher, uh, or a marketing partner at least, was it Kiss, I believe their name Yes, is? yes, we, we got them right like months ago. Yeah, because I've been talking, I I've been getting stuff from you guys directly, and then all of a sudden I'm getting stuff from these other guys. I'm like, oh, good for them, they got some help. Because <laughs> <laughs> marketing so, is a completely different beast from programming and designing. Yes, yes. So when you uh, when you guys were developing this game, did you guys start developing first for a mobile platform, or was it on the PC first? Uh it was uh, the first prototype was for PC, but uh, the the main idea to create this game for different platforms was in concept. So, like, oh, okay. So from like the beginning, it was planned for both. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what uh, is it on other mobile devices right now, or is that coming? Uh, no, it's uh, already on uh, iOS, uh, on uh, App Store, and on Google Play. I just downloaded it on my phone as we were talking. Oh, really? <laughs> I'll have to try that. Yep. So, I, I'm, I'm one thing I'm fascinated with with games. One, it's a pet peeve, but also something I love is uh, user interface. Excuse me. Uh, how how challenging is it to devi- design a user interface that'll work with both a mobile and a PC platform where there's different, where one is you know touch and one is mouse and keyboard? What are the challenges you run into when you have to design uh, UI for multiple platforms like that? We have like uh, six to seven uh, iteration of UI. Uh, because it it was very hard to make it comfortable on both uh, mobile and uh, PC. So 
we tried over and over again and finally I hope we find the solution so the players on mobile devices they can fight with uh, PC players without any difficulties. So so one thing I noticed this game has that uh, other games don't seem to have is a, it looks like it's a political system and they, they're not guilds exactly but they are um, groups of people is that I, I'm, I can't my mind is blanking on what the name of the thing in the game is uh, they're not corporations but co- co- coalitions yes yes thank you coalitions yes. uh, how, how, <laughs> yes. how does that because it looked like you can vote for leaders and, and whatnot and it looks like they have different objectives and whatnot so how does the coalition system work in the game uh, it's so like a classic guilds from any other MMO, and um, the voting is uh, uh, one in two weeks, uh, I forgot. Uh, so uh, each race can choose the leader of the race, and um, this uh, player uh, will have uh, better advantages. Uh, uh, he will have uh, like buff for damage, buff for ha- um, hit points, and other cool stuff. And uh, it's uh, this leader can um, uh, like write in the chat, and everybody will see it. So oh, he, wow. he can like com- comment uh, all the races. Oh, oh, in in uh, its race for all player. And and how long does their tenure last? Oh, for another voting, I hope I forgot. Actually, <laughs> no worries. Because <laughs> I because I, I kind of I find that kind of fascinating uh, that you're giving um, the pl- players that much power. You know. Yes. That's a little. Uh, I don't know. That could. That could. I don't know. That sounds like the, to me. That sounds like it could be dangerous. But it does work for for other games. So why not? You know. <laughs> so um, so far in my um, in my play of the game, I have uh, done some combat and some mining. But there's also. It looks like a fairly detailed crafting system. Not only crafting, but improving as well. Um, so I wanted to talk about that. So it looks like you can, um, it looks like the crafting system is based on, I think, blueprints. And when you find a blueprint, uh, you have to get a certain, um, type, a certain amount and type of materials to be able to build that thing. Um, so is that how you directly upgrade your ship or get a new ship or are there other ways like, I, I I was mostly focused on on playing the game and stuff, so I didn't. I thought I saw an auction thing, but I'm not sure. So, is crafting the the best way to uh, get equipment for your ship, or are there other um, other avenues to get equipment for your ship and or new ships even? Um, so, uh, t- two options: uh, player can craft. Uh, the ship, or uh, can buy from uh, auction uh, uh, from other players. Oh, so do so other it's players? Like big, big, ma- big market. Yes, uh, in in which players can sell each other. 
Oh. So players can craft the things themselves and then put them on a marketplace. Is it an auction yes. or is it a marketplace? I don't I didn't really look uh, at uh, it. Uh, auction. Okay, that's pretty cool, but it's entirely player driven, so it's not like you're really pl- yes. pl- playing to win because a player actually had to make that thing. Yes, play, player uh controls the economy. Yeah, now now how I've always been fascinated by the concept of a player-driven economy, and I appreciate you bringing that up. How much work has gone into the background simulation that has made that economy work? Like, and how detailed is it? Is there a supply and demand model, for example? How, like, how does the economy, like in a nutshell at least, work? Uh Actually, Sorry, that's a, big, that's a big question. I know, but I'm very. Yes, I'm always. I'm always. Fa- Let's see. How can we break this up? Okay. Um, so basically, it looked like there are a couple of different ways to enact uh, interact with the economy in the game. First, you had the in-game uh, credits that you get by completing contracts and selling stuff that you find, basically. But it also looked like there was a. Uh, like with other MMOs that do this, like you can buy these certain space bucks, these the the these special space bucks that let you buy other things. So there are like kind of two economies at work here. Uh, yes, we have like two currency: one uh, in-game currency, and uh, second, uh, it's like premium currency only for players. So uh, players can buy this second currency for real money and um, only buy things by uh, to themselves so so they can sell this uh, premium stuff to other players so they they can only use or sell to NPC mm-hmm. uh, and yes so we uh, we're trying not to break the economy of the game by adding uh, the ability to buy just uh, for, for real money so one currency uh, which can which player can obtain from NPCs or from fighting uh, and the second is premium so they are separated so with the economy, um, are you? Is it a is it a player driven economy or is there NPC like yes. uh, buyers and sellers? No, no, it's it's player driven economy. Gotcha. So, like, if I were to sell something on the market, it would have to be bought by another player. Yes. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, not a lot of games uh, take it that far. There's usually still some kind of. Uh... AI thing that um, infuses more product into the economy somehow. Uh, so it's kind of interesting this is entirely player-driven, and uh, that's why you need more players. Um, now, speaking of which, one of the things that kind of differentiates your game from other games is is the um, the buy-in price. It is only $5, uh, which is amazing, honestly. And there's no, <laughs> mon- and there, and there's no monthly fee. No. Right? Right. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, so is is the primary method of, of making uh, re- is making revenue for your company and for the game the uh, the in-game currency that you were talking about that you can buy plus people buying the actual game? Are those the two methods uh, you guys have in uh, place? 
yes, we hope that uh, this will work. Uh, so we don't want to create the classic uh, free-to-play game uh, and don't want to create a subscription model. So we just... Uh, we just hope that this model that we have right now will work. I hope so, too. Now, um... It's interesting to see um, what different um, developers take to uh, continue to make uh, income for their games. Some do expansions like Guild Wars 2 or Elite. Some do monthly subscriptions. Some do a little bit of both. Are you guys planning maybe also maybe expansions as well down the line maybe to to bring in more revenue like uh, content expansions, that sort of thing? Uh, No, we... Uh, we'll bring new content, but it will be uh, free for those who already bought this game. Oh, okay, that, that's that's how Eve does it. That's great. Uh, oh, we have a question from the chat. I'm sorry, Dreadberry, I didn't even notice. Uh, I wonder how does the multi-platforming thing work, and are there differences or limitations for mobile devices? So I think what he's asking is, are you getting the exact same game on on mobile that you're getting on PC, or are there limitations on the mobile platform? No, no limitations. So it's like uh, you can play on on uh, PC, then just grab your iPhone and uh, uh, go. I don't know, sitting in in the bus and and continue playing <laughs> on the yes <laughs> on the same character. <laughs> That's pretty great. Uh, so, uh, what what was this developed within? What, what did you guys use to develop this? Is it an in-house thing you guys built, or uh, it's uh, <laughs> I'm I'm lost. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can you repeat, please? Sure. Uh, yeah. 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 No. Uh, <laughs> the the game developed uh, was it do- done with like say Unity or Unreal? Like what game? Oh, or did you guys yes, build your own Unity. game engine? Oh, it's Unity? Oh. No, no, it's Unity, yes. Very nice. Okay. That's yeah, a good platform. We're big fans of Unity around here because I don't think we'd get anywhere near as many space games as we're getting without Unity and Unreal Tournament being so openly available. Well, yeah, the thing with Unity that's nice, though, is it actually it has that great multi-platform feature built right on into it. Yeah. Um, to allow for um, such diverse, you know, game development. So that's really cool. You guys are using that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I noticed one thing you could do. Uh, this is a contract. It looks like you can take. I'm just level one, so I didn't. But it looks like, um, it looks like there is territory control in the game, and it's based on your race. Yes. Is that is that so? So if you help your race out, you can take over systems and slowly take over the map. Is that how that works? Yes. So uh, every system has uh, unique uh, resources on it. So controlling the system will bring control on the resources, on minerals and uh, other cool stuff. Oh, so if I want, if I needed a specific resource to upgrade my ship and I couldn't get it because some other race had it, I'd have to get yes. other. Pl- I'd have to get other players together and go, guys, we need to take that system. Let's go. 
Yes, and correct. How, and how does that work exactly? Like, how do you take over? Do you have to destroy something? Do yes, you, uh, you have to destroy uh, the uh, fortifications, outposts, and uh, turrets of uh, other uh, race. Uh, then this uh, system bec- uh, became neutral, and then you have to uh, build your uh, outposts and fortifications and uh, stations on it, and uh, then this system will yes will become uh, the system of your race. That sounds amazingly involved. <laughs> it also sounds like a, a really uh, hefty undertaking because it sounds like you have to peel back the layers of an onion to get to the center, and then rebuild the onion. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> Oh man, that's so. Uh, have players done that in early access? Have, have players done that? So yeah, far? yeah. And and how long they, is they, that? Sorry. Uh, they they just like uh, taking systems uh, from each other f- f- every, every day, like it's like a constant war. Oh geez, so. How like can one player do that by themselves, or they need? It sounds like they need at least a few friends along to do no, something. No, one like that. one can can't do this. I didn't think uh, so. So six 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 five or more. Oh my god! So uh, how long? Uh, if 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 like say four or five or six players had a concerted effort to take over a system, how long might it take in real time? To take over a system, are you talking two to three hours? Are we talking days? Uh, how? No, no, it's okay. it's hours. It depends on the system, uh, like level of uh, upgrades, because other players can upgrade their uh, fortifications, so it can be uh, harder to destroy, or and other players all also can just fly and help uh, to protect their systems. So it depends uh, on defenders. Actually, it's usually it takes uh, one hour or a couple of hours. Oh, that's not too bad. That, that seems like a very reasonable amount of time. Now, now one thing I did like about your game is um, it doesn't take too long to do something. You know, because basically you're on Unity, so it's a pretty stable platform. But you can just jump out of a station, kill a few mobs, mine a few rocks, and you accomplish something in like five or ten minutes. Which, I guess, works well for mobile platforms. So, yes. So that's that's pretty streamlined. Uh, so yeah, there's like there's almost stuff all around. Because like, I've only been around the noob system, but there's always something to mine or something to kill there. Yeah, that's correct. Now, I did discover something late. Um, I couldn't find the quest system, and then I found it, the contracts system. Uh, It looks like there's about a dozen different types of contracts. Yes, we have uh, edited uh, our newest feature. We edited it a couple months ago. Uh, so players ask uh, us to edit because they uh, 
they told us that it's too boring to just collect asteroids and kill NPCs. So there's just like some story of the game. And we added contracts, and now they are happy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I appreciate that because I kind of live and die by missions in games like this. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, I was having fun going out and killing mobs and mining, but after a while, I'm like, I want to deliver something, <laughs> you know, or I want to ferry someone. So uh, it was nice to find that. Uh, but yeah, it looked like there were missions to take over entire systems. So what? What are the missions that are available in the game that players can undertake? Uh, we have uh, a lot of different uh, missions. For example, uh, to deliver some, something or to kill uh, NPCs or to kill uh, other players or to uh, take new system also, we have uh, landing on planet uh, contracts, uh, and I can't even remember other <laughs> types of contracts because we have like more than ten. I I think. Yeah, there there are quite types. a bit. There are quite a bit of them. So wait, I did see that some systems had planets. What can you do with those? I didn't. I didn't. Bo- I didn't bother trying to figure that out. But uh, I haven't because I haven't had too much time in the game. But it sounded like there were contracts to land on planets, you said? What can you do with planets? Uh, planets has uh, its own uh, minerals and other uh, cool stuff, so you can just land on planet, and if it's untaken, uh, you can uh, build the sta- stations uh, and uh, fortifications and um, mines. So you can collect uh, minerals not from asteroids in space, but from planet. In uh, uh, like uh, by automatization uh, buildings. So uh, so they will coll- collect even if you are flying. Oh, okay. So I was, that was going to be my next question. Like, do you have to go back and pick that stuff up, or? It just appears in your uh, inventory once it's... Uh... No, no. You, you have to land on planet and pick up. Oh, and do you also have to... Like, if someone else wants to try and take the planet, do you have to... Will you get, like, an alert and you have to go back and defend your planet? Yes, correct. Oh, oh wow. that That's kind of amazing. <laughs> that's kind of awesome. So are all the planets already claimed in the game already? Or, or what? Uh, it depends on time uh, on the server. So sometimes they uh, one race uh, grab the planet, sometimes another. So oh, I see. Right so now it... they they already taken. Yes. <laughs> so when uh, when you guys hit one uh, are you gonna do a server wipe? Uh, or are you no. gonna let? Oh no! Oh wow! Okay. No. Okay. So, because I, I ask because um, I there is PvP in this game, if I recall, correct? Yes, yes. So, what is there, like, okay, how do I phrase this? What are you going to do to make sure, if possible, that old, uh, more experienced, not older, but more experienced players, higher level players, won't just grief noobs 
left and right. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you have anything in place that will prevent? Um, uh, yes, but uh, it's not very big, big uh, problem because noobs can uh, be in the safe zones. So they can like level up in uh, the first three uh, systems and uh, they will be just fine in there. Oh, so there are non-PVP areas for new pilots where there is no PVP? Is that- it's not non-PVP. They can be killed there, but uh, in the first th- uh, three systems, it's uh, very uh, uh, like high-level gods. So they... Um, the defending systems in these systems very like hit hard. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. So, oh, yeah. So, like in Eve, if you're in high sec, you got Concord there that'll save you if someone else tries to shoot at you, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, something like this. Yes. Gotcha. So it's like any any starting zone when there's like high level NPC guards that are around. If some other high-level player comes around trying to do stuff, those high-level NPCs will come and try and help you. Yes, correct. Okay, Very so nice. Dreadberry in the chat um, has a question. We were just talking about PvP. Uh, what are the risks and rewards for PvP? Like, I guess he's asking, why would you engage in PvP? Like, what can you get out of it? Uh, you will get uh, PvP points. Uh, which can be spent in special PvP uh, shop. So to buy uh, PvP uh, weapons. Uh, also, um, the whole game is like um, you have to fight with other players because you need to help uh, your race to conquer uh, uh, other systems. Because if you don't, uh, uh, other races will like eliminate you from the from the universe, and you will only in your first three uh, new uh, systems. Oh, so uh, each race can be pushed back to their three noob systems, and they but those cannot be taken over. It sounds like so you'll yes. at least you'll at least have those to regroup from. And spread back out from if you get your yes. ass kicked. Oh, okay. That that seems reasonable. That way, no one's just wiped out entirely. Um, yes. So yeah, Dreadberry. There is a factional warfare where um, races can take over systems, uh, planets, and whatnot, which sounds crazy. And there's also separate PvP rewards, which is amazing. If I'm much more of a PVE guy myself, but I know a lot of people. Who love PvP. Like, love PvP. So, we were talking contract story, and you mentioned a story. Is there going to be some kind of story-like thing in the game beyond the contracts? Or is it just this open-ended... Yeah, yeah, it, it, it will oh. be later. So, we, we, we have uh, started it, uh, uh, but it's not finished yet. So, it's very, very hard to do it. So, that's fair. need more player... No, that's fair. It. That's fair. No, I mean, I, I totally get it. I mean, that I mean, coming up with story um, content is probably, I would guess, one of the hardest things for any game uh, is coming up with um, story content. Uh, that sounds yeah. crazy. That, that sounds very difficult. So um, you're going to hit 1.0 on Thursday. 
What um so far, what are your post release plans once the game is out? Uh, first of all, we we want to keep our service stable because we don't want so they get down. Uh, and uh, also we want to make more systems. So it's oh, well, yeah, like thousands of systems. Yeah. Now I noticed. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. I did notice that um one of the contracts. I'm just remembering this. Uh, was a system exploration uh, contract? Yeah. Is that how new systems would be found? Like someone's exploring and maybe they find a wormhole to that new system? Is that the, the is that like the part of the plan? No, no. Uh, right now, this contract working like uh, to um, fly uh, in one of the system and just hit. Uh, button and wait for a few seconds and then it's just explored. So that's that's simple, yes. Uh, But uh, in future, yes, we will um, we want to add a profession that will uh, try to find black holes and wormholes and other cool stuff. Sign me up for that. I love... Well, I, when I was playing Eve, my favorite thing was um, scanning for wormholes. That was my favorite, favorite thing <laughs> in Eve. Yeah, so, we, we want to add exploration, more exploration in our game. Oh, oh, I'm on board. Oh, yeah, I want, I want to be. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like I don't know if you played um, Jumpgate back in the day. But um, it wasn't strictly a profession, but there was a class of ship where you can go out and explore the systems and find rare artifacts and all kinds of stuff. So it's it's nice that the explorer uh, is getting a little bit of a uh, little bit of recognition because a lot of other games, I don't know, like I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but I noticed a lot of games don't reward exploration as much as they could. Like there isn't as enough exploration. So I'm really yes. happy about that. I'm really like one of the things I loved. I don't know if you ever played. Uh, I would Sun- say there's not a there's not. A, I, would, I would argue that there's not enough rewarding exploration. That's true. That's true. Because um, like you know, in elite, there's tons of exploring, but what you but get what rewarded you, for it is I kind get, of nothing. Yeah, you get data and you get money for the data. Like, eh. like, like with Starflight, you you discover logs, you discover new races, you discover new equipment, you know, stuff like that. So. That's like my benchmark for exploration in space games. It's a very high benchmark. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, games that have rewarding exploration. Like, did you know in Evercron, for example, if you just go in a direction, you can find whole systems that aren't on the map? Did you know that? I just found out about that. I had that. no clue. Yeah, I just, heard, I just learned about that. That's crazy. So, so yeah, I'm excited that this uh, potential exploration... Uh, profession that you guys uh, have in store because, yeah, I want to do that. I want to just go out there and go, is there a black hole? Oh, God. What's on the other side of it? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, my God. Sorry, folks, I I have to apologize. I am really super tired today, so I'm probably a bit rambly. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry, man. I'm just, woo! Um, I, I have no excuse, though, because it's 
three something in the morning for you. So, so I have no excuse. It, it's four. Oh God! Oh God! That's, that's such an unholy hour. I always think if you're up at four o'clock in the morning, something is probably terribly wrong. Like you're going to the hospital. Or, I'm sorry. That's terrible. Like no one should be awake at four o'clock in the morning. So, so I really, I really appreciate again uh, you talking to us. Um, so the game comes out on uh, Thursday. I know I said that. God damn it, Hunter! I- I'm tapping you. I'm tapping you. Out. I need to collect my thoughts a second. I'm tapping you. Yeah. So this this game has got lots of potential, lots of stuff to do, and more to come. So that's that's exciting, and I'm I'm. Pretty excited about the fact that uh, I had no idea this was multi-platform. So the fact that you can uh, be playing this on your computer and then hop on, you know, hop on your phone and get on the bus and keep playing—that's um, pretty exciting. So, so yeah. Hey, Brian, how are you doing over there? Oh God, how big is the um, the da- the mobile download? Because my I have an older phone and I'm just running out. Of- oh my God, I have no space on this thing. Damn podcasts. Um, I um well I mean I have I have a 64 gig phone. Oh. Um, I've got a 16. So. I've got 16. It's kind of an older phone, and I've got like 400 megabytes left on it. Because <laughs> it's a good phone, I don't want to replace it. But yeah, how big is the uh, the mobile version of this game? More than gigabyte. Ah. Damn it! I will have to try and put it. I will have to try and put it on my tablet then. That uh, that does make sense though, because there's a lot going on here. Um, so, like right now, um, I want to ask about the movement system. Right now, it's kind of there's there's kind of a duality to it. Like right now, you can double click on something and your ship will start moving toward it, but you can also double click, just open space, and your ship will just go in that direction, uh, which I guess work, works well on a touch screen. If you just touch something, your ship will just go to it. That makes sense. Um, are there things to find out there right now? If you just go off in a direction, I'm, I'm sticking with the Explorer thing for a minute. Are there things to find out there right now? Or you, will you just find a whole bunch of nothing and have to turn around and go back? Uh, no, right now you you, you find nothing. <laughs> that's fair. No, I, that's what I figured. It's just I I was just curious because uh, I, I I was tempted to do that. Just just double click and go and see what would happen. I did that in Freelancer once, and uh, it was pretty funny because there was a whole bunch of nothing out there, but it was pretty nothing, but it was still nothing. <laughs> but um, but I am liking the uh, combat. So uh, how many like? I wanted to ask about ships now. So how many uh, ships are available for each race? I noticed uh, the the starting ship that I have is at least modular. It looks like there are five pieces to it beyond the the one gun that you can have. But how do you you get new ships in, in the game for your same race? Do you... Uh, do you uh, build it as you go with new parts, or are there a whole other hulls you can get that uh, you get better equipment for? You have to uh, uh, buy or uh, create uh, new model modulus, and uh, when you create five new modulus, you can uh, have the new ship. 
So it's actually no like classic ship in the game. You have like only oh. five model modules connected to each other. So they're just like yes. And they have uh, unique uh uh like stats on it and uh unique vi- appearance. So like right. combining different models, you uh, players will have uh, different ships. Oh, okay, so oh, that's pretty cool. So, how many uh, ships can one player own at one time? Is it just one ship at a time? Can you have like a hangar with a bunch of ships somewhere? Like, how many no, ships one ship for for the character. Okay, so you're upgrading yourself modularly as you go, as you find new blueprints and whatnot. And you find the resources to build those things. You're updating. Like uh, when I was playing, I updated. I forget which piece it was. It was like the second from the front. But I was able to build a new one of those. And uh, it upgraded my stats a bit, which was nice. Yes. Um, so yes. that that's 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 the upgrade path. You find little improve. You find improved uh, bits that replace the old bits as you go. No, you you just find uh, the uh, the new model and uh, just oh, um, oh, right. Okay. Yes, replace the old one, and the old one uh, just uh, stay at your station. Oh, okay. All right. So, oh wait, so you can own more than one ship, but you can only fly one at one time, or you can own. Well, you uh, you can uh, have only one ship, but uh, okay. you will oh, have... Oh, but multiple uh, pieces, but multiple pieces. Yes. Right, yes. I see. Okay, Correct. I'm sorry. So you can, have, at one station, you can have like a hundred different pieces, but you can only put them on the one thing that you're flying right now. Uh, but it yes. sounds like it sounds like you can mix and match your pieces so you can have different specialty design. I mean, is th- that's... Is that where this is going? Like you can have like a scout ship if you mix and match the parts. You can have a, a tank if you mix and match the parts. Like is that where this so, this kind of modular system is going? So, like yes, I'm kind, but uh, uh, in the beginning, in the start of the game, you uh, choose the, the class of it. So if you're a tank, you uh, can't be like a repair ship. So it's like nice. your your tank for the whole game. So we have like a, a range damage dealer, clo- close damage dealer, tank, and uh, the repair ship. So which repairs other uh, players? Crap. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh, okay, that's cool. So you can have a good mix of a group that, like, that's kind of the MMO group. Now, um, since it's an MMO, uh, and there's there's, um, are there things like instances and dungeons and things like that? Not not dungeons, but like, are there things that players can jump into an instance of like an asteroid field, for example, and yes. fight a bunch of? Mo- oh, there are. Okay, how does that work? Yes, uh, it's uh, players with their friends can jump into the sub-zones, and in these sub-zones there's, uh, like, epic uh, NPCs, uh, and uh, they can kill them and take uh, epic loot. Oh, okay. All right, and uh, now, one thing that 
always concerns me about an MMO is the loot system. I love loot. I'm a I'm a I'm a fan of loot. Like for example, Diablo three I think has one of the best loot systems of any game I've yes, ever we, played. We, we, we take like Diablo three loot systems in our game. <laughs> oh, good. I was hoping you would say that. But uh, one thing that's always concerned me in a multiplayer sense is how loot is uh, divided among uh, the players. So, like, does every player get the same loot for them? Or, like, is it one piece of loot and whoever gets it first, that's it? Uh, no, the... Like, uh, in Diablo, the... Everyone have its own loot, so right. no need to scream and. Uh, oh, good. That's what I was asking for. Right. So, yes. like, if, if a sword drops from me, no one else sees the sword except for me. Yes, correct. Perfect. Gotcha. Perfect. That's how it should be. I think. That's. that's <laughs> I was playing some game the other day. I don't remember what it was. It was an older game. Uh, but, uh, oh no, we were playing Galaxies and I noticed that the loot, like if I took something, you couldn't take it, Hunter. Uh, so I was like, yep. oh, I forgot about that. That that seems so quaint now. <laughs> that, that's what, that's back when games gave fewer F words, uh, as they say. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely an older school system of thought. Um, it's kind of like where you had different forms of loot systems. You could have it be to where, um, you know, it's divided up or like one person gets it and then divvies it up at the end or stuff like that. So all right, that's so, old school way of thought. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why, that's why it's stuck in my mind. I was like, wow, this is, this is quaint. <laughs> and, and even in uh, earth and beyond did the same thing where like, if you looted something, I couldn't loot something similar for like three minutes. Like what? Right. Like if I was in, if I was in the process of looting uh, a piece of whatever, you couldn't do it. Exactly. It's, like yeah. what? This is, this is like what is this? This is so quaint. <laughs> so I'm I'm really old glad. school, baby. Right. So when the game hits 1.0, or, or in general, like, are you gonna have any events in the game? Or are you gonna have any holidays? Like. Uh, like Elder Scrolls Online just had a like a witches festival, for example, and I think uh, Lord of the Ring Online was doing something. So, are you guys planning any kind of holidays or events? Not not yet, because uh, we are only uh, now in three person developing this game, so it's very hard to add a new content. That's so fair. We need to like. Yes, we need like more players and more money to uh, hire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Has it always been three people? Like, how did this all get uh, started? Was it just was it just the three of you from the beginning, or did one uh, of, did one of you guys have the idea and it started from there? No, it was like uh, seven at, at the beginning. Then we found some uh, investments from. Uh, uh, other guys and uh, we hire more people and it was like 10 and then we just like uh, continue developing, continue, continue and uh, only three left. Oh, um, did the other guys just find other work or something? I, I, I'm, yes. I don't mean to pry, I'm just curious. Uh, something like this, yes. Yeah, because uh, it seems like, and I, because I, I follow the, the the industry, it seems like uh, game developers 
they don't seem to have the most solid footing these days in terms of work. Like Ubisoft recently let a bunch of people go. Uh, I think a year or so EA had some massive layoffs when they moved to Canada. So it it does it does seem like it's not the most stable of professions at times. Maybe, maybe. But it, I mean, we as gamers are a fickle lot. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> we want what we want, damn it, and we don't, we don't want to pay a lot for it. So it 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 can't. It I have I have great respect and sympathy for game developers. I think is what I'm trying to say. And I'm rambling again. Oh my god, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry folks. Yeah, Halloween killed me yesterday. Uh I don't know about you guys, uh but Halloween just kicked but we, me. We certainly ass. know what didn't kill you and that was oh, the alien. Ha ha ha. Yeah, oh my god, what a that was uh that I was mad about that too. I was like cuz we're like I was mad about that too and I felt bad for Nicole cuz she was getting motion sick. Um but folks, if you were watching that stream yesterday where I totally failed at alien isolationing. Um, <laughs> we're going to revisit it, uh, but just me this time. So hopefully you'll get the screaming, crapping of the pants, Brian, you were hoping for at some point in the future. Uh, Sergey, if you weren't aware, uh, I don't deal with horror or anything very well. And a lot of people have been asking me to play Alien Isolation of late, and so I finally caved and did it yesterday, and we ran out of time before we got to an alien. So it was there was some gnashing of teeth. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, oh my god, <laughs> we should probably wrap this up soon. So okay, because I am losing my goddamn mind. So um, early. So the, is the price changing once you come out of early access on Thursday, or is it still going to be five dollars? No, it's, it will be $5. That is fantastic. And what is the price on the mobile platform? What is the price there? Uh, it's free. free. Oh, wait, wait. Free or three? I, I didn't... Free. It is free. Whoa, so free. Oh, damn. Kind of guys... like, like Vendetta was. Let's leave money on the table. You should charge at least a buck for that. I <laughs> I'd pay a box for it. No, I get it though. It's, we need, we need more players. So no, just... I get it. It's all, it also engenders um, it also engenders goodwill uh, with the community, uh, and that's that can be more valuable than money. I think so. Yeah, yes. no, I, t- I totally get it. I totally get it. Um, so that that hits. And so, what do you think is going to be the first big thing you guys are able to do once you launch? I know I I, I know I talked about po- uh, post release plans, but like I want I'm curious as to what the one thing you guys plan have in the works once you guys launch. Uh, we want to add story. Okay. So uh, quest systems and story with uh, like. Uh, uh, more uh, description of the lore of our universe. Oh, great! Because yeah, I mean, it would be neat to know where. I mean, the game does give a little bit of exposition as to who the races are and whatnot. But it'd be neat to uh, it'd be neat to learn more about you know why are these three races fighting and who are they and you know yada yada. Yeah. So that yes. that would be, I mean, lore is always fascinating to me in a game like a good game with good lore. Like I don't know about you guys, but I do stop in Elder Scrolls games quite a bit to read a book. 
You know, I don't know about you guys, <laughs> but I will stop in Skyrim every now and again to read a read a book because I do enjoy the lore. But yeah, I I'm I am rambling again, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up, uh, folks. Just a couple quick programming notes. On Thursday, we're taking a break from space games. Uh, we have to test. Hunter, do you have a moment to uh, test this after the show? Just for a few minutes? Test uh, for a, a couple minutes, sure. Yeah, just, we'll just t- test it and see if it works. Uh, we're going to try and play on Thursday at 5.30 Pacific Dungeon Lords Steam Edition. We're taking a break from space games to play a very quirky RPG that has co-op. So we'll give that a shot. And then next week on the podcast, we are, uh, oh God, what is the name of this game? Convicted something. We are welcoming the developer of Convicted Galaxy, which is this indie kind of freelancery game that I've put about an hour into and I'm really enjoying. Uh, so we're going to talk. The judge to- found him guilty. <laughs> hey, uh, sorry. That was, that was, a, that was, a, that was a, that was a long reach. That one. Uh, Yes. <laughs> that was a real long reach. Uh, but, Sergey, uh, I want to thank you for taking the time to uh, come on this very odd, because I'm really out of it, show. Uh, in the middle of the night, your time. Again, thank you so much, again, for coming <laughs> thank, on in the middle of the night. Thank you, guys. <laughs> um, so, guys, the game, Nebula Online, it is on Steam and mobile devices, iOS and Android right now. It is free on Android and iOS, and it is four ninety nine. On Steam and is cross-platform playable, so you create one account and you just play on all of them. And uh, the game is going 1.0 this Thursday, probably when the audio version of this podcast will be going up as well. Uh, so yeah, keep an eye. Bit, for bit, bit of a bit of a technical question. It is only iOS, right? Not Android. Android as well. Oh, it is Android. Okay, I just wanted to make yes. sure. I sorry yes. about that. No, yeah, Continue I thought right. I, I, th- I thought I heard Android earlier. Uh, so yeah, it's on the the two big platforms because no one cares about Windows or BlackBerry anymore. Uh, but yeah, Black sir, who? yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the fruit, not the phone. The fruit, the fruit is great. Uh, Blackberries are awesome. I don't know about the phone. I do love a good BlackBerry. Brian, Brian, Brian. Yeah, yeah. Stop, stop rambling. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I love I love Blackberries. Okay, so I will um I will uh. I'm going to cut this out because, my God, I'm out of it. And I apologize. But, yeah, guys, uh, Nebula Online, is, again, is on Steam, iOS, and Android. It is pretty fun. It's kind of worldy Warcrafty, Eevee-type gamey. Lots of mining, lots of killing, quests, contracts, system takeovers, planet takeovers. There's a lot of stuff in this thing. So ch- be sure to check it out. Uh, and thank you all for listening and watching. And we'll see you next time. Have a good night. Bye. Thank you. Let's have some music in here, Boiler. Sure thing. Yeah.